The great thing about owning double net and triple net assets are the long-term leases for, and guaranteed from solid guarantors. But what if one of those tenants tells you that they're making that store go dark or moving from that location? Find out how we handled that in this episode. Welcome to Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf, the show with weekly topics designed to help you learn how to build your ideal life through real estate investing. My name is Kenny Wolf, and I've been a real estate syndicator and investor for almost 12 years now. And in this time, I've built a successful real estate investment firm, Wolf Investments. If you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode comes out. All right. So, what does a triple net or double net asset mean? What what does that you know what what does that jargon mean in our in our real estate world, commercial real estate world? So, what that means a true triple net. We'll define that first. Is where the landlord has zero responsibilities um, on the upkeep of the property. So, um, a true triple net asset, um, the tenant, whether it's Walgreens or CVS or something like that. They are going to fix the roof if there's a leak, HVAC, they clear the snow, you know, all these different things that, that happens uh, there on the site. But they take care of it. They reimburse you for property taxes and insurance. Um, double net, what that means, you're obviously losing one end, um, that there's something that the landlord is responsible for. Um, and so that's where you have to dig into the lease and see what that is. For us here at Wolf Investments, we own 61 retail um, stores across 17 states. All high credit tenants, so CVS, Walgreens, O'Reilly's, Verizon corporate stores. Um, we've got a wide range, wide range of tenants. Um, but so in our world, double net, like kind of our worst case scenario is uh, Family Dollar, um, and it's really not that bad. But our worst case scenario uh, is where um, you know we're responsible for the roof, the structure of the building, the parking lot, and part of the HVAC. All the rest were reimbursed for property taxes. Um, um, if we have to pay insurance, they pay us back. Sometimes they have their own. But again, you kind of see what um, that, um, you know, by, you know, by doing a double net or triple net lease, you're basically stripping out a lot of the operational risk um, for this type of asset. So you've got, um, we've got awesome guarantors. So, you know, all but one tenant in one location of ours is publicly traded. The one that's not publicly traded, they are a high credit tenant as well. But they, the corporations guarantee our rent. So we know we're going to get paid on or before the first of every single month. Um, and then on the operational side, like I said, they, they take care of 90 to 100% of the operational expenses on site. So that strips out a lot of that risk uh, that we have in other types of commercial real estate. Um, so it's really for folks and it's really for investors that really want strong, monthly, stable cash flow. Um, that's who this kind of type of, of type of property and type of return speaks to. Um, you know, you do have long-term leases, so maybe you're giving up some on the appreciation side. Uh, but again, this this tool in, an, in our investment in, a, in our investor toolbox is, is to create monthly stable, steady cash flow for our investors. So, what does it mean when a store goes dark? Um, that's jargon that's thrown out here in the commercial real estate world. So, like I said, it's really just when a, your tenant um, decides to no, long, no longer operate at that location. Um, they shut down operations and you move everybody out. They're still in charge of making the building secure, uh, making sure the property is upkept, no tall weeds. Um, so there's there's still some some definitely some uh, some responsibility there from the tenant uh, to keep the property up as well. The biggest deal responsibility is that there these long-term leases that we sign initially, so 10, 15-year leases. Those rents are guaranteed all the way through the end of that lease, no matter what, no matter if they stopped operating at that location or not. So, um, and that guarantor, uh, the you know large you know corporation that we have on our our leases, 
um, guarantees um, the rent. All they guarantee that rent, so we know we're going to get paid all the you know first 10, 15 years of that rent, uh, whatever that initial lease term is. Or if it's an extension, usually it's five years. But but you know you're going to get paid the rent all the way through, no matter what. If even if they shut down the store. So what do you do if your you know CVS moves out? Um, and we do have a case study here in a second, so just hang on for one second. Uh, but we, what the, the play is to find a replacement tenant. It's kind of a no-brainer, but um, the, the, the day you get notice uh, that, they're, that they're no longer going to operate there or a heads up, sometimes we get both, um, uh, you want to start working on a replacement tenant option. Um, and so I talked about this in other videos about our commercial fund, but what we're seeing the past couple of years is that you're seeing family dollars trade up to the size of a CVS. Um, you're seeing, you know, O'Reilly's or Advanced Auto Parts trade up to the size of a uh, dollar store. So even uh, so, if, a, if your CVS goes dark, you don't necessarily have to stick with a pharmacy in there. Um, you know, we, we're seeing a lot of movement um, and, uh, amongst the uh, types of tenants and into uh, into larger spaces, uh, which is really interesting. Um, everybody told me early on that that re- retail was going to die. No one wanted to have um, have actually go, go visit their retailers. So. But anyways, they're wrong. Uh, uh, our, our tenants are not only expanding on locations, but they're getting bigger uh, footprints in their stores, which is pretty cool. So you do find a replacement tenant. Then you go back to the current tenant and say, hey, um, if we can speed up you know, this rent payoff, what's the discount? And so you need to negotiate that. Um, we've got a case study here. Um, and we actually did very well on that negotiation. Uh, we sped up the rent, um, and then uh, they cut you a check. Uh, the new replacement tenant you know, moves right in, starts paying you rent at the um, that they agreed upon uh, rate with them, and there you go. So it can be actually a money-making uh, venture, and we'll show that here in a little bit, if your replacement tenant moves out. You can actually um, capitalize on, uh, on, on a few ways of, to create value on that asset. All right, so let's jump into the case study. This is why we're all here, right? So um, we had a CVS in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, that let us know that they were going to make that store go dark. Um, we had just owned it a, year, a month or two into that when they let us know. Um, so uh, in, and they let us know, even though they had two years left remaining on their lease, uh, they were going to shut down operations at that store. So our team jumped into high gear once we got that notice uh, to find the replacement tenants. We, have, we know a lot of reps uh, in, in this space as we own a lot of stores. Uh, so we reached out to our, our contacts at Family Dollar, Dollar General, Walgreens, Advanced Auto Parts. You're seeing Ace Hardware's uh, really want to step into these vacant pharmacies now. This is pretty interesting. Um, so we started reaching out to replacement tenants. And at the same time, we started the buyout negotiation with CVS. Um, we landed at an 80% of the remaining rent uh, by the time we found a replacement tenant, uh, which is fantastic. So, I mean, 80% of those two years left um, is going to be sped up and paid when we find that replacement tenant, um, which is pretty awesome. So, uh, good job on our team. Um, all, all while we're finding the replacement tenants and the negotiations this is going on, um, the city of Cincinnati actually reached out directly to us, and they wanted to buy the asset to create a new library. So um, um, it was uh, pretty exciting to us. Uh, we, we ran the numbers, and so um, you know, between the cash flow, um, the uh, buyout negotiations with CVS speeding up that rent, um, and the sale to um, the city of Cincinnati for their new library, um, our investors in that deal just and again we just owned it a year made forty three percent on top uh, on top of their initial investment in that store. So a store going dark on you, if you know the right people to call the right, and you have the right team in place, you can actually make a lot of money uh, making uh, lemonade out of lemons. We love our triple net and double net assets as they create great solid monthly cash flow for our investors. 
The risk around these assets are all based around who's guaranteeing the rent and the lease expirations. Our initial underwriting takes that into account and it was really put to the test at the CVS in Cincinnati, Ohio. Our investors won big with a return of their investment of 43% in just one year. This has been Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf. Thanks so much for listening.